0: I'm Lindsay. And I'm Marshall. Welcome to Tumble, the show where we explore stories of science discovery.
1: Today, we're talking about the biggest fish in the sea, the whale shark. So come with us to the Gulf of Mexico.
0: That's where we'll meet a scientist who helped discover the largest whale shark party that anyone has ever seen. Hashtag squad goals. We know that whale sharks are the biggest fish in the world. They're as large as a bus, but they're confusing. Are they a whale? Are they a shark? Are there whales called shark whales? Or is that just not a thing?
1: We asked our listeners to help us understand whale sharks.
0: A whale shark looks very large. A whale shark looks similar to a shark and a whale. They look like these huge whales, but they're actually sharks and They have these white spots on them. I don't exactly know why, and they're kind of like a brown kind of color. The spots on the body are unique, like fingerprints are to humans. A whale shark eats krill. They eat krill, plankton. That's all I know. Whale sharks eat plankton and fish eggs. They are very gentle. They're filter feeders. The teeth are very small and harmless to humans. That was Jalen High, Owen Sanders, and Julia Morgan. Thanks for answering our questions and sending in your recordings.
1: Now, let's go to Mexico. Vámonos. So can you tell me a little bit about where we are right now?
2: Yes. This is Marina Hacienda del Mar. We are in Puerto Juarez. And from here, we depart to look for, for whale sharks.
1: That's Rafael de la Para a marine biologist who's leading me across the docks of a marina in Cancun, Mexico.
2: And well, this is the Grandpus, that's my boat.
1: Cancun is at the tip of the Yucatan Peninsula. That's the part of Mexico that sticks out into the Caribbean.
0: It sort of looks like the postcard version of a beach paradise with pelicans flying overhead, palm trees blowing in the wind, and white sands fading into azure ocean.
1: Got a little bit poetic about that. (laughs) But every summer, whale sharks show up to feed in those clear waters not too far from the marina.
0: They're migrating animals, which means that they spend winter in another location.
1: Since we couldn't actually hang out with the whale sharks, I decided to do the next best thing, interview a scientist who studies whale sharks.
2: I don't know if you want to jump or or stay just right here?
1: I think sitting in the boat would be great. It might cut down on the wind.
2: Okay, let me jump first and then I will tell people.
1: The Grampus is a boat built for fishing. Raphael was actually a fisherman before he became a scientist. But sometimes his two passions collide. At least that's what happened when he found himself in the middle of a squad of whale sharks.
2: We were doing sport fishing, and out of a sudden we were surrounded by uh, several hundreds of them, like 300 or 400 of them.
0: Wait. He goes out to fish, and suddenly he's surrounded by gigantic sharks?
2: Actually, we got stuck in the middle.
1: Raphael was about to pull in a big fish the moment the shark showed up
2: we were having on, on the line a, a magi magi, a, a dolphin fish, a dorado, and uh, it was really hard to, to land that, actually we had to cut the line because we were not able to move.
1: Were you annoyed that you had to let go of the fish that you were about to
2: pull in? Yes, that. That time, long time ago, when we were fishing, yes, we were very annoyed.
1: So when you went out to fish, did you have any idea that there were going to be whale sharks there?
2: No, not at all. Uh, Well, we've been watching from time to time on the way back after fishing. We were watching one or two.
1: Rafael would even stop his boat sometimes to jump into the water and swim with the whale sharks.
0: Whoa, I'll bet that's cool.
1: Yeah, but this giant group of sharks was like nothing he'd ever seen before.
0: Well, so what's going on? Why did, why was that happening?
1: Every summer, this big population of whale sharks gathers off the coast of Cancun. It's kind of like their summer home.
0: So, but what do they do there? They like kick off their work shoes, trade their suits for some board shorts?
1: Well, they're there to eat. It's almost like an all-you-can-eat buffet of phytoplankton and tuna eggs just appears in the middle of the ocean. (laughs) And when it's gone, they move on to their next spot.
2: Guess this all-you-can-eat buffet is over. (laughs) It's amazing to discover that the whale sharks have the ability to know exactly where the food is and be there at the right time, the right place. So it's like the whale sharks know where the hot restaurant is.
1: It's the restaurant that's been hot forever because fishermen had stories of seeing these gatherings for generations back.
0: That's, that's the thing I always hate about the whale shark restaurants. There's just always a line out the door.
1: <laughs> <laughs> After Raphael got over losing his big fish, he got super curious about whale sharks. And here's the thing. Even though they're big and beautiful creatures, scientists know very little about them.
2: Whale sharks have been studied, uh, but recently about uh, 15 years so what we knew about them when we began to study them was very little almost every single question that is being asked you can convert that into a new project Raphael had a lot of questions one of the most important questions should be how many of them are coming
1: so he decided to count them
2: So that's really easy. He just has to set up
0: a table at the door to the whale shark restaurant and count the sharks as they come in.
1: It's not exactly like that.
0: It's like, excuse me, do you have a reservation?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Raphael's first counting technique was attaching a tag with a number to each shark. The tags are made out of heavy-duty plastic.
2: We need to use a tag in order to not uh, repeat the same shark that we've been working with. So you would know which one is which and if you'd counted it before.
1: Right, but putting a tag on a shark is like trying to give a shark a piercing. Their skin is a lot thicker than ours, but some people thought it was mean to the sharks.
0: I think piercings are just something that would help them look more fashionable
2: but uh, that has been gone now in in clear waters. We are using photography. So
0: he's snapping photos of whale sharks? That's cool.
1: It's cool, and also more complicated than that. Raphael and other scientists get into a small airplane and fly up to do what's called an aerial survey. Oh,
0: so they're taking photographs from above.
1: Right. And in the photographs, the whale sharks look like submarines about to surface. Whoa.
0: So do they just develop the pictures and then count like, oh, there's a shark. One, two, three sharks.
2: All right, all done.
1: Not really, they use scientific models.
2: That have been adopted from astronomers.
1: Astronomers use these models to count stars in photographs taken by telescopes, and marine biologists borrowed it to help count whale sharks in the ocean.
2: Whoa,
0: so you can count sharks just like you can count stars?
1: Well, this method helps them keep the sharks straight as they count.
2: Because their patterns are unique to every uh, individual, and is what we call a fingerprint.
1: Oh,
0: that's what our listener Owen said. Their dots are like fingerprints. So how many whale sharks did
2: they count? From the earth, we've been able to count up to 400 of them. 400 sharks just in one place? Like, what does that even look like?
1: It looks like the sea is just crawling with sharks. Raphael published a scientific paper with the title, An Unprecedented Aggregation of Whale Sharks.
0: So that means no one had ever seen a gathering that big, but setting a whale shark record, why was that important to know?
1: Well, the size of the gathering helps scientists understand whether whale sharks have a healthy population, whether they're gaining or losing numbers, or holding study,
0: So like if only 30 sharks turn up one year, they'll know something's wrong.
1: Right, and then they can search for clues about what's happening and how they might be able to help the whale sharks.
2: So are whale sharks an endangered species? Actually, uh, last year it was considered as a vulnerable or threatened species, now it's, it's endangered species. So we should do what we can to help keep these whale shark
0: parties raging, like turn up the music, put out some salsa.
1: Whale shark parties sound like a lot of fun. The food is free. (laughs) (laughs) And because whale sharks are so friendly to humans, lots of people decide to join in. Rafael actually takes people on his boat to swim with the whale sharks.
2: I really want to do that. Me too. When they first jump in the water and watch this huge animal with the big mouth coming towards them, You cannot imagine how many different kinds of screams could come out from the snorkel.
1: Raphael told me that his hope is that this amazing experience, swimming with the sharks, inspires people to care about the environment and even contribute to research. Since every whale shark has a different pattern, researchers like Rafael can tell when a shark in Cancun shows up in Belize. So
0: that gives them even more information about their migration.
1: Yeah, and the whale sharks tell us something too.
2: Every single time that we spot the same animal again, we will let you know by an email. So it's it's something quite rewarding when you start receiving emails from the sharks that uh,
1: Wait, you get emails from sharks? (laughs)
2: well yes actually (laughs) you can say so
0: i really wouldn't mind getting emails from a whale shark i kind of wonder what they'd have to say dear Marshall, plankton really good today see you tomorrow <laughs>
2: so you can say okay uh Lindsay now is is um, in belize and uh, next year is going to be in honduras and six months later is is uh, tweeting from mexico okay
0: so you went to cancun and named a whale shark after yourself
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it was weird but i think Lindsay's a great name for a whale shark okay
0: <laughs> <laughs> i guess you could do worse like mortimer <laughs> Actually, Mortimer is kind of a good name for a whale shark.
1: It's a wonderful name for a whale shark.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks to Rafael de la Parra, director of the organization Cho Ahawil, which means blue realm in the Mayan language.
1: Don't forget, we have educational materials to go along with this episode on Patreon. Have you reviewed
0: Tumble on iTunes yet? Not yet! Okay, so next time you're in front of a computer, make sure that you leave us a review. It really helps other people discover us.
1: Andrea Gonzalez is our intern.
0: Sarah Lenz is our associate producer.
1: I'm Lindsay Patterson, and
0: I wrote and produced this show. And I'm Marshall Escamilla, and I wrote the music. Thanks for listening, and join us next time for more stories of science discovery.